0: Hello and welcome to the unusual stories episode. Um, today, after a long time of uh, being away from this, and I will explain in a second why and uh, how that did it come about that I was quite, for quite a long time away. Let's say, I wanted to share with you a few different things in this monologue and uh, kickstart myself a little bit to come back to podcasting more. And I hope that this is going to be both for me and for you, a fun adventure and a, and a fun episode to um, exercise. So first, I wanted to share with you just a little bit about my um, recent life. <laughs> Let's say um, life happens for us, but it happens to us sometimes as well. And it, uh, it all depends on the perspective, I guess. So long story short, over the past, I would say, a month, month and a half now i've had quite a few things falling through for me and um, and quite frankly it does feel a bit overwhelming and i am aware of just how much it has affected my state of uh, mental health i guess just just feeling okay with uh, with a lot of things and i've um, decided to make some changes um, hopefully for the better So among the things that happened to me I had to finish my collaboration with Revolancer which is um, upsetting but it also uh, makes space for something else and I wish all the best for the Revolancer team and I hope that uh, I will be able to be of help to them in the future. But this created a vacuum of, um, you know, just uh, bills to pay and I need to find another source of that income which uh, of course for a freelancer it can be easier it can be more difficult it depends on the on the situation i guess so alongside that i was on a trip away and i was supposed to go to czech republic instead i caught covid on literally on the way For the better or the worse I did not go to Czech Republic so I didn't get stuck in any hotel. I did get stuck in my house with my family which actually is the silver lining in it and I will talk about this later on today. And among other things you know I've uh, been applying for different jobs for different unis for different ideas things and trying to to make myself into a, a better human being I guess and I went out um, and I went through a month of non-drinking, which actually finished today. It was motivated by me trying to, or actually just quitting smoking. And um, as Jordan Peterson invites us in his speeches and uh, his experience, he had to quit drinking for the time he was quitting smoking because it was such a trigger. And it did help me for sure. So I would like to talk about this experience as well, about uh, being sober for 30 days, which uh, I've not done that in a while, which is not really a great thing to say. But uh, maybe coming to uh, understand that a little bit as well was a was a big, big uh, part of this experience. And finally, I wanted to address this distress um, that we are all, I think, feeling, especially in Europe, especially in Eastern Europe especially in countries like Ukraine that are affected by it. And, um, you know, I won't be saying here anything that would suppose that I know anything, but I would like to reflect on my own experience and how am I feeling into this situation and maybe invite you to think about it in certain terms that uh, might alleviate a bit of suffering for both you and and people around you so first let's start off with a lighter subject I guess I would like to talk about the idea of um, not drinking for 30 days it um, came up just as I had my birthday party a month ago I've decided that uh, after my birthday I am quitting smoking for real like no cigarettes whatsoever no tobacco whatsoever and uh, I've decided I also will quit drinking for that time, you know, just because it's such a trigger for me. And um, some of my friends, <laughs> under the influence of the moment, I guess, went on to to join the challenge. Sadly, they did not. Uh, they did not uh, push through till the end, but that's okay, you know. I think here the fact is that um, it did not mean as much to them as it meant for me, and it's our own discussion with ourselves when we take up challenges and I wouldn't invite anyone to do anything if they are not sure about doing it themselves because you will fail if uh, your why is only to impress or only to you know beat what whatever you've decided with your friends that you're going to beat if you don't deeply want to do it you will not do it. it. It seems like it's almost impossible in those circumstances. So what did I get out of being sober for 30 days? And especially when it comes to what did I get on a daily basis that I think did improve or um, was affected by this experiment, let's say. I felt and I, yeah, I do feel right now much more self-aware and not in a sense of self-consciousness about, um, you know, How do I act? How do I speak? How do I walk? Whatever. But more aware of um, my states of emotional um, or psychological, let's say, um, being. And uh, the big part of it, I think, was spending that time after hours um, in those mindless, let's say, times of our day after a long day of work um, without that vice, that probably numbs a little bit this existential dread of under you know, trying to put together understanding your your life or reflecting on, on anything really, going through different emotions. So definitely I became a bit more self aware second thing a big one i realized how much money you save if you don't drink that uh, beer or two beers or three beers or four beers or a bottle of wine each day or each other day so a big one here if you're struggling financially um definitely any vices whatsoever i would put them on the shelf you know even if you're going out once a week fair enough but uh, Once a week, once a week, but uh, if you buy a four pack of beer every other day and you share it with your friend, then you're probably losing around 20 to 30 quid just on that per a week, at least. And I've realized just how much that helped me, you know, throughout this month that I was seeking employment and uh, being a bit uh, tight on the budget, let's say. Finally, the greatest of the of the benefits of not drinking for for a month is better sleep. 100% better sleep. I especially with dreams and I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of dreams. I try to write them down. I really appreciate just entertainment from them as well as wisdom, I guess, if you can find some sort of wisdom or guidance in them. But I do feel much more well-rested and uh, much better about my sleeping pattern, uh, about the quality of sleep. And um, of course, you know, it all comes together to make you feel more energized, I guess, and a a bit less dazed and confused in the morning. So better sleep, 100% better sleep. And um, yeah, these are the three main Things that I've uh, sort of noticed, so being more self-aware, saving a lot of money and um, finding more joy and, um, and more relaxation um, from sleeping than before. Or in other words, than when I used to or when I would drink in the evening on, on a daily basis or semi-daily basis. I guess it's only fair to talk about the more difficult topic right now for a moment, and um, I would first of all like to extend my you know condolences and my support, all the love and all the power to everyone out there that is suffering in any way, in conjunction to war that is um, rummaging destroying lives of of people in in eastern europe and um, as well just on the any distress and uh, any sort of suffering that is caused by the turmoil of this um, of this time there are many things here to be said and i do not feel like i'm the right person to be saying those i'm only uh, you know a young guy trying to make this life of his work somehow but i do uh, feel touched and very very much so in pain when i see or experience you know via media or people's opinions and different states and and problems that this situation has caused Um, so i'm i'm very sorry for that and i hope that uh, you're okay However, um, this state has affected you. So I wanted to talk about the few things here and maybe invite you to look at it from a bit more of a a distant perspective in a sense. And uh, please uh, mind that, you know, this is just my point of view and I'm no expert. I'm just trying to make this uh, life work and I hope that I will help someone as well with what i'm about to say so first of all i just wanted to encourage any of us out there including myself to be very careful about making assumptions and generalizing when we talk about subjects such as this one and uh, when we try to navigate our articulation in any way towards or against um, a way let's say uh, from from the topic Of any kind, really. I I think this extends to any topic that is controversial. But, of course, you know, in terms of talking about war, talking about um, suffering and talking about other countries and who caused what and why is that happening. I would encourage you to be very mindful and um, very much so aware of um, your internal and uh, external biases that um, are coming into play. And just don't generalize, don't assume anything. And if anything, (laughs) I feel like, um, to a certain degree, if there is anyone that should be expressing their opinions, which is not the right thing to say, I think, the, the facts, more like, are the people that are touched by this state. So, you know, if you're wondering about this, try to reach out to someone who's actually going through something like that or at least be aware of generalizing and assuming anything and double check triple check you know quadruple check whatever information you're about to share with others i think it can be very very painful and um, it can cause a lot of suffering to people if you Not even by realizing that, you know, maybe you're just uh, ignorant in that regard. But, uh, you know, we all tend to share opinions without really thinking about them deeply. Especially that we are so opinionated via our social media and uh, news outlets that are constantly screaming at us with with, uh, attention-seeking slogans. Just be aware, be be mindful of uh, what you're saying. And uh, whether or not what you're about to say might be hurtful to others. Secondly, I wanted to obviously encourage you to try to help in any way you can, if you can. And um, do not blame yourself and be hard on yourself if you cannot help. I think this is the double-edged sword of um, seeing someone else suffering and then causing ourselves to suffer because we feel we blame ourselves for not being able to help. You know, it's, it's very noble and uh, beautiful, wonderful thing from a person to help another. But in some situations, in some circumstances, if you cannot help, you should not hurt yourself just because of that. So I would like to extend my warm hug to all of you both those who are able to help and uh, will help or are helping and those who are just not in a position to help and that is also okay but um yeah the beautiful thing here and something that i would definitely encourage is to try and look for ways of helping if you can and um Noticing just how much of help people are showing, which is such a beautiful thing, you know, and I'm not talking only about lighting up a building into colors. I'm, I'm talking about something much more serious in terms of helping others, you know, bringing people to, to your house or sending them the necess- necessary equipment or just spreading awareness about it. I think anything can help if uh, it's in good intentions and uh, well thought through so yeah try to help if you can finally i wanted to just uh, share with you this what um, i've been talking about with a few of my friends and with some of my family members i am aware of just how much our generation and not only our generation but this is you know i'm talking from my experience just how much the world can be overwhelming in terms of the suffering that uh, we seem to see all around us and i would like to encourage you to don't to not let yourself be overwhelmed by the events that you cannot change and i'm not talking here about not acknowledging those things or not talking about them not trying to help them but about not allowing them to influence in a negative way whatever that means to you your life and your performance and your satisfaction of whatever you're striving to achieve and this is something that I extend to you because I've heard it from my friends uh, really close ones and uh, those that are in a similar circumstances of life than I am that because of the crisis in the east of uh, Europe They've been very, very bad with their own health and well-being and with their own striving, with their own priorities and goals. And um, please do not let yourself or try to fight off this dread that uh, causes you to stall and to maybe not do what you're supposed to be doing, what you want to be doing. And this is such, a, <laughs> such an ironic thing to say on this podcast because this is l- exactly what I've been going through for the past month. I've experienced a lot of pain, a lot of uh, disappointment and a lot of suffering. And because of it, I've stalled in the things that are actually making me a better person and more um, calm, more healthy person than any other things. So, for example, doing this podcast or writing. I can already feel just by sitting here talking to you how much I do enjoy and value this time. Whereas I've not done it for a while because I've been, you know, self-pitying and pointing fingers and basically making excuses for myself to just watch Netflix and not do anything at all. So when it comes to the war and uh, this difficult subject that uh, nowadays is is quite rightly so, talked about so much. I would uh, like to encourage you to be careful about assumptions and generalizing. Try to help if you can, but don't hurt yourself because you cannot help. And to keep your mind and your body on guard so the turmoil outside of your zone that you can control does not overwhelm you to the point that you're um, forsaken your own health and well-being and your striving finally I wanted to talk a little bit about this whole experience that I've had especially the last uh, week and a half two weeks so as I mentioned earlier I went to Poland I was supposed to visit my family for uh, literally a day or two then jump into a car and drive to Czech Republic and attend a really great event with Erasmus and uh, learn some useful skills, get a certificate. I've invested money in it. I've invested my time, took my holidays from work, all that jazz. And then I caught COVID while visiting my grandma and I gave it to her later as well and all my family. Um, Answering your fought straight away and they are all fine they're all great thank you for your concern Um i wanted to talk about something else here you know i wanted to talk about this feeling that i went through and i'm still going through it don't get me wrong just yesterday i was, I was on a phone call with my mom stating that i do feel a bit sad and i don't know what to do with it sometimes in life we get those moments when it seems like you know fate or whatever you call it luck or unluck seems to just you know barge through the door and kick you in the face and um, and for some of us those moments are very very troubling for some of us are a bit less troubling because maybe we're resilient enough already maybe we've been through before and we come out stronger for me this past month and a half was really quite a, a challenge And um, as much of an optimistic person I am I noticed that not necessarily all the things are going the way they are supposed to go which is an illusion because nothing is supposed to go nowhere you know if you think about it and I had to think about um, coming up with ways to alleviate a bit of suffering and move on do some things actually act. So first of all, I think it's only fair to try and look for the silver lining in any situation you find yourself in, if you consider that situation to be a negative you know negative one, in a sense. So of course, my silver lining was I got to spend uh, a week and a half with my family, quite an intense time together, and not maybe not necessarily too fun in terms of health issues but um, it was a beautiful beautiful time and I'm quite grateful for that especially for the ability to spend so much more of my time with them that I usually do just because I live abroad and I, I don't really spend that much time with them anymore secondly I think the big lesson here is to trust the journey even when it seems like it's not going well I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know which nets that I've casted over the seas of my future and um, over that period of a week and a half when I was applying for unis and jobs all around the world. I don't know what's going to work out. I don't know if anything's going to work out. Quite frankly, I don't even know if it all made any sense. But I do know that I've done quite a bit maybe for the best maybe i wouldn't have done that if i didn't get stuck at home without uh, you know doing anything else and i want to believe that this is for the better because this is all that the sources and people around me seem to scream it's like you don't know what's coming up behind the corner you know and um, in that term i hope that whatever is coming up is already on the upward rather than the downward spiral and I'm doing all my best to to keep it that way and I think gratitude helps a lot so the moment you reframe the situation to seem more positive and the moment you realize of how many things you can be grateful for for example health and security and uh, calm of your family and loved ones or of yourself even, is um, a very powerful tool in changing your perspective. And I think the third one, the third lesson or the third take that I've been uh, struggling with, but I also acknowledge it to be true, is the idea of accepting the suffering that you're going through, accepting those difficult emotions or those difficult states That you might be struggling with. But not letting them run your day, your life, um, yourself. You know, it's one thing to feel sad. It's another thing to let that sadness trickle all over your day. And make it a sad day. Because ultimately after that day you feel even more sad. At least that's my experience. I think in those moments when, you know... We get kicked a few times in the face by whatever is uh, causing that kicking. and We should not kick ourselves for it even more. And I am guilty of that a lot. And this is probably a confession in a way to myself that I am guilty of uh, kicking myself in those moments and uh, self-loathing and pointing fingers, you know, sort of inwardly. And uh, coming up with all the reasons why it should have happened that way and why I deserved this uh, mistake or, you know, setback that uh, I might have experienced. So, here I wanted to encourage all of you guys out there who are as manic about their ambitions or as uh, self critical as I tend to be. From time to time, when when times get hard, it's funny because it helps the resilience as well, I think. You know, you can, I tend to get through difficult stuff by pointing the fingers inwardly. But um, it seems to help the overall score of not, you know, not pushing people away or not pushing opportunities from yourself. But at the same time, it is quite a destructive destructive process so i wouldn't recommend that to anyone for at least you know i wouldn't recommend that for longer than a day of self loving and then coming back into this gratitude mindset and re- recognizing that the suffering is there but uh, it's there because it's there and and we should not suffer more just because it's there it's the same as fear and as any other emotion really if you think about it um, you can feel the pain twice, once when you imagine the pain and once when you're actually feeling the pain. The problem is that if you imagine the pain or if you bring back the memory of the pain after the pain has subsided, then you're ultimately causing yourself more pain. And you can go on repeat like that for a lot, a lot of days. Because we are such a unique sort of being that uh, we can imagine things and we can remember things and this is both a blessing and a curse it just depends on how you use those abilities of our human nature so yeah when it comes to the wreckage of the plans, as i <laughs> noted down on my on my piece of paper here i would like to invite you to look For the silver lining in those moments. And trust the journey. And believe that there is a a corner. To be turned. And and, um, a light to be found at the end of the tunnel. And uh, finally to accept the suffering. And accept the pain. Accept the fear. Accept the anticipation. But to not let that um, drive your life. And um, to not cause yourself more of that. Because that's ultimately what we do. So be careful about this. Be careful how you treat yourself in those moments of of feeling vulnerable and hurt. So finally, since I've been talking to you for (laughs) over 29 minutes now and uh, I feel it's uh, it's quite a good way to get back to it, you know. I don't know if uh, I made myself clear, if I made any sense to you. I hope I did. So I was thinking about this thing that I've done, you know, the 30 days without alcohol. And I think it's a quite a, I think it's quite a good idea to, if you want to try something out, to do it for a certain period of time. At least for me, Duolingo, I've already talked about it on the podcast. This trick keeps me going a lot. It almost accelerates the whole process. You know, I feel hyped to tick off that next and next and next and next day until it's 29 and 30 days or 1500 something whatever so i was thinking maybe i'll try another 30 day challenge maybe it's gonna be sugar maybe it's gonna be coffee although i've done that before um so i don't know it was okay but uh, maybe i'll share with you as well once i'm done with it Mm, i'll see Maybe this monologue should be an idea for a format for a monthly basis. I don't know. What do you think about this? And um, I just wanted to share with you this last thought, this last idea that I've recently been toying with because it's been quite a help for me to, you know, to deal with a lot of stuff. I wanted to invite you to think for yourself, What would be the thing, on what would be the idea, what is, whatever it is, that would be worth suffering and going through whatever you're going through? What I'm asking here about is what is the meaning, what is the why that can help you bear almost any how? I don't know about myself exactly. I was toying with it and I still have not found it, I think. I'm still learning about myself. But this uh, quote from Nietzsche, I believe, that Jordan Peterson talks about a lot and Viktor Frankl mentions in his book Man's Search for Meaning, this idea that if we have a why, a reason that can help us justify the means and the difficult moments and push through them or just keep ourselves together through them, can help us be better in those difficult times. So I wish you to consider and reflect on your why, maybe write it down in a simple statement and put it above your desk. And other than that, I hope you have an amazing week. It's great to be back and I will definitely be with you next week. And um, stay happy, stay healthy and I'll see you next time.